Liberated Lifestyle is a podcast focused on relationships, spirituality, personal development, and so much more. Tune in every single week so that you can change your life. There has been a download of the week. I'm actually going to be going over this each time before I have my guests come on board each week. So in a nutshell, guys, the download of the week that I received for this week was to, what's the best way to put it, to really focus on your own path rather than comparing your path to the people around you and rather than trying to unconsciously have competition with the person next to you. Like say if you're on social media or you see someone doing better than you and you're starting to tell yourself that you're not doing a good enough job, I encourage you to look at your own path because the truth is everyone has different soul contracts. And so you might think that you're not doing a good job, but the truth is everyone has a different path. And so you think that that other person is doing better than you, but they could have been dealt a totally, completely different set of cards than you have. So you would be doing yourself an injustice if you compare yourself to other people because you guys just don't have the same life path. So that is the download of the week I wanted to share with you guys. I'm going to have my guest come on right now. Um, he's super phenomenal. I'm going to have him introduce himself. So give me one I'm actually bringing him on right now. Super hot out here in Arizona, guys. Whew, let's do it. So, peace, peace, What's family. up, King? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. How are you, Queen? I am good. If you don't mind, King, can you go ahead and give us a brief rundown on who you are and introduce yourself? For sure, for sure. First off, first off, I want to say that I, I appreciate everything you do. Uh, your platform inspired people, and especially myself. So I want to say I'm say I'm grateful and I'm very nobly uh, honored to be on your platform today. So I just want to start off by saying that. Thank you. Um, a brief introduction of myself. My name is Ayatollah El Amin, aka the Sexual Healer. Um, I am the co-owner and um, CEO of Divine Twin Flames LLC where we basically, we guide healthy relationships and revitalize intimacy through sexual empowerment, sex therapy, couples counseling, and um, much more. You know, uh, we also hold workshop sessions for couples dealing with tantra sex introduction, uh, ejaculation control, and much more. Um, we also are uh, small business owners. Uh, we sell in-home uh, date night kits for couples and also for for children as well. Uh, there you go. So, and we also have a um, a sex toy in home sex toy business. So, for those, I just had to plug that in real quick with y'all families happening. So, uh, what? Where are you guys located? Uh, in Detroit, Michigan. Nice. Do you have anything online for people as well if they're not at in Detroit? Uh, we're currently working on a website right now. It's finishing up the okay. final touches. So. We definitely will be providing that for the people as well. Perfect. All right, King. So I just I'm I'm known to just jump right in. So our topic today is viewpoints of manhood, the difference between boys and men. So this is just a interesting topic in a nutshell. I want to start off with this. Um, you have a very interesting background and 
I feel like it can resonate with people on multiple levels. So let me start off with this particular question. How did you, when did you notice that you turned into a man versus just being a boy? Well, it, it became first with the, the, the realization, being, becoming more self-aware. Um, because growing up, you, you, you think what you're going through is, is the right thing. And you, you think with, uh, your whole life, you're, you're, you've been programmed to operate and think on a certain level. But then when you become more self-aware, you start to just break down things. And, and, and for me, it was more of a, an awakening process. Uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a difficult transition, but it was a transition that was necessary. Uh, I had my first child at 21. Uh, a, a girl, a daughter, so that was e uh, more fuel for my fire to even become a man and, and really transition from boyhood to manhood. And right now, we, we still we all still have more more learning, more growing to do. And I'm I'm still in the process of become becoming something greater. But we all we all have a uh, we all have the power to become something greater. That is so interesting you said that. I actually was having this conversation last night about usually when guys have children, it like snaps them into this like higher level of themselves. Right. Do you think it's just because by default you have to, I mean, you got to make shit happen for your kid. Do you think that's why? I mean, for me, it, it was. Um, excuse me as I take a sip of this water. Hey, you're good. I'm, I'm going to drink water too. No. Gotta get that H2O. <laughs> but for me, it was like, you know, as a man, you have to have a certain archetype. Um, and for me, it was about being uh, that positive representation of manhood for my, for my daughter. Because now, I, I, hey, I was, a, I was a motherfucker. Like, in my younger 20s, like, like, especially being in that environment of being a male dancer, being a male entertainer, you deal with different... Um, mentalities you did with a lot of personalities different women so um for me it was like okay i i've been i've been operating in boyhood it's time for me to transition into manhood so i can be a positive example for my daughter to look up to when she becomes an adult and and look at men she have a positive fig figure and work role model um when it comes in terms of manhood so for me it was it was more it was definitely because of my daughter, it, it, it snapped me right into it, but I also was kind of in the process of transitioning, but that was just a wake up call. And I still had growing pains even when I had my daughter, but you know, it was just, that was just the drive for me. Okay, what? so you brought up being a male dancer. I don't think people know that about you. What led you down that yeah. path and what took you from that path? Like how can other men relate if they're into this right now? Well, um, for me, growing up, I was kind of sexually programmed at a, at a young age, so this is this is very important when it when it comes to transitioning to manhood because, um, you know, we've a lot of a lot of males today are taught to be sexual promiscuous. You know, it's you it's it's it's, it's it makes you a man when you have when you can brag about having this a this amount of sex partners or having sex with this woman or that woman or yeah I hit this girl you know you know how some some boys talk but you know uh, it's just becoming more sexual discipline that's when you know you're you're transitioned to to manhood and for me by me being sexually programmed 
and um, having a dysfunctional uh, perspective of what what sex was and 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 what manhood was, um, I made decisions. Um, you know that I probably I don't regret, but you know because everything was a learning experience. That was just my 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 walk, my path. But um, I decided to become a male dancer because. First of all, dancing was something that I love to do um, anyway, but uh, the, the the fact that I could gain this amount of attention and uh, women shouting, screaming my name, you know, um, that that was just something that I guess I was gravita gravitating to. Um, and um, the fact of, because a lot of males, we don't talk about this, the fact of me um, being molested as a child or as a boy, that was kind of one of the scapegoats for me to like, you know, interact with a lot of women, interact with a lot of women, so I can, I can uh, detach myself from the childhood trauma that I needed to heal from all along, and those was one, those was one of the things that I had to I had to become self aware of, you know, healing healing past traumas, healing childhood traumas, so that I can become, become something greater because I know that all the women that I've had sexual relationships with, you know, that was damage that I was causing upon myself and upon them because I was lacking sexual discipline. I, I was lacking um, uh, the, 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 the will to heal myself, you know, jumping from relationship to, to relationship without energetically healing yourself is, is a motherfucker. So I had to learn, I had to become self-aware of all of this. Um, but the transition out of it was, you know, you Dealing it, being in that lifestyle, I went through a lot of things. I, you know, uh, a lot of envy. Uh, uh, you know, fight. You know, almost lost my life to be honest. You know, so for me, it was like you know, because of the environment. Because of the environment, you know, um, dealing with a lot of like I said, getting into fights. Um, you know, people plotting on you to 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 rob you because you you ride you riding in certain cars and things things of that nature mm. in a certain type of way. Um just just a lot of things. And the fact that one of the important things is becoming having a high level of self value and becoming self aware and 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 knowing your self worth because once I understood my self worth and my self love, I understood the value of a woman um her understanding to, to to love and respect the woman as well because being in that uh, lifestyle it it kind of messes up it messes with your mental state uh you know what i'm saying messes with your mental state in terms of just flat out bitches ain't shit don't don't we don't trust and that's the language i was using you know Real talk. but we wonder once you re redefine yourself you know what i'm saying uh speak certain things into existence and, and it, it definitely will manifest itself and that was kind of, for me, the transition. I kind of changed my my mental process. You know what I'm saying? I kind I kind of changed my how I how I think, how I view things, and and that kind of was a, a transition for me. Oh, okay. I have some questions for you. So the, the one of the things that really stuck out to me was you mentioned, um, you know, you dealt with some sexual trauma as a child, mm -hmm. and that led you to um, to think that you needed a lot of different women. And I feel like men are programmed at an early age that the more woman you have, the more of a man you are. If you woman as a man, 
you really ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to get your hustle up to get more females. Because if you just have one woman, then, I mean, come on. Like, you ain't really a man. So, you know, I feel like that's a deep program inside this matrix that a lot of men deal with. And let me just ask you, this is a two-part question. Let me ask you this first. Um, I understand that there are so many attractive women on this planet nowadays. How can a man even be loyal like how can they even (laughs) shift and transition over to the understanding of okay you don't need multiple women and it that doesn't have to be the norm like how where do they even start um well to be exact it, it, it all starts with your your it starts with self now a lot of men feel like it's in the nature for them to, you know, to for them to want multiple women, um, but the whole the whole programming. See, it's, it's a it's 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 about how you how you really do things because the whole programming of of being a sexual beast, as I, I want to say, you know, I, and I can have sex for fifteen hours and uh and you know and all. It's, it's a it's a programming of this whole archetype of being an alpha, and you know I can I can go long I can go all day about the the alpha and beta male and the whole Greco Roman origins behind that, but we just have a, a misinterpretation of what true manhood is. See, because true manhood is about having sexual discipline. See, because if you impregnate a woman, right, and she can't have she don't she doesn't want to have just say she don't want to have sex for the the duration of her pregnancy do you go out and cheat on her because you can't control or you can't maintain your your sexual discipline you know that's that's how a lot of relationships get broken up because men don't have a high level of sexual discipline i think that's one of the key things of being a man and transitioning into manhood boys they act, they think with their dick. They don't think with their, their minds. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, being in that lifestyle, I thought with my penis a lot. You know, I didn't think with my mind. I didn't think, oh, damn, I am really interacting and, and engaging with this person sexually, exchanging bodily fluids, not only bodily fluids, but chemical DNA in, in information. Um, you know, this is, my penis is valuable. You know, I didn't. I would say that I didn't value my penis as much as I do now. So, um, you know, just coming to that understanding of, okay, you value yourself, you value your penis, then you're going to value what you you place your penis into. You know, you're going to have, you're going to have some, some, you're going to have self-awareness about that. You're going to be, you know know what I'm saying? You're going to, you're going to pay attention about what you're, you're going to be paying attention about, whether or not, okay, am I dealing? What type of person am I dealing with? You're gonna really. It's it's not gonna be a matter of okay, I'm just having sex just to have sex or ejaculate or to you know uh, come. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of boys think. They think that sex is just about coming or just about physical pleasure. But once you transition and understand, ooh, oh, excuse me, I, a blooper. I don't think you had a, a live blooper on your on your on your platform, <laughs> but um. <laughs> well yeah excuse me um 
dang, I know. It's about I'm just gonna stand up real quick. <laughs> but it's about um it's about definitely understanding your 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 value. You know okay. and and basically, you know, having a high level of sexual discipline. So let me ask you this. Yeah. If if you don't and any questions I ask, if you don't feel comfortable answering them, you never gotta answer them. Sure. All right, I'm just throwing that out there. But a question I have for you is when you transitioned from being a male dancer, how did you get into the mindset of, I don't want multiple women? Like, is that, because I mean, I, I don't think it's wrong for men to want multiple women. Some, some men are just, you know, they just like that, like to each his own. However, how can a man that is naturally, he thinks he's naturally like that, how can he go back to the root like you did and think about, okay, maybe I went through something as a child that's making me want hella woman. Like how can he rewind his life back in time to see if he's got issues or if he naturally just likes hella woman? You, you oh, feel me? I feel you. Oh, well, let me, let me just make this clear. Okay. I never felt like, um, that having multiple women was was wrong or or or, or for myself or I've never even thought of the idea of a polygamy or or, or having another or having another woman in my relationship or things of that nature, right? But it's about the mentality or the state in which a man um, he, he engages with a woman. It's not about, for me, it, was, it wasn't about, oh, I got to have sex with a lot of women just to be, you know, just to be, uh, feel, just to have a, 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 a false feeling of, of manhood. It, was, it wasn't about me um, dominating women anymore. It was about more of achieving a balance and in terms being in service to women. You know, because a lot of times we lose that that protective nature. So it was about me re redefining myself and and coming into the balance with a woman and understanding my own feminine energy and becoming more in tune with uh, my female counterparts. So it was about I was operating in terms of boyhood, dealing with women. Now. I've made this transition and I know how to function as a man within the context of my sexuality, within the context of male and female relationships and a family institution. I understand what it takes to be a father. I understand what it takes to be an honorable man and things of that nature. So it, it's not, for me, it wasn't about just, oh, having, having sexual relationships, I mean, having multiple women is just wrong, but it's, it's, a, it's a patriotic way and it's a matriotic way of, of how to do it. And, I, for me, is when when you do things from a matriarch perspective, or when you when you put your woman in a in a forefront of saying, okay, being being honest, because a lot of men we feel we can't be honest with with our woman when it comes to certain things. We if we want to have a threesome, we we scared of hey, we scared to ask for that threesome. But it's just about being honest about how you feel. Um, if you want if you want to be in a monogamous relationship, if you want. If you if you want to be uh, in a polygamous uh, relationship, if you want to have a group marriage, then you have to put all put that out on the for, uh, forefront. You know, so. Okay.
So then, so then, so the second part of that question is, if a man has dealt with some type of trauma in his childhood, mm. how do you feel he can go back in his past to rewind it to see if maybe he's acting the way he's acting and wanting multiple partners because of his trauma from the past? Like, how did you do that? For me, um, we t for, some, for some reason, we tend to bury trauma, trauma like that, deep into our subconscious. And we, we find other outlets to express that trauma. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's through addictions, um, through, through anything. But we, we just find negative, I think, low vibrational ways to express those traumatic experiences instead of looking within ourselves looking in the mirror and say, you know what, maybe, maybe, maybe I need to look at my unmet needs from my mom and my dad, and maybe I need to just sit down with myself and reevaluate my, my internal self so that I can know why am I externally expressing myself like this. So um, I would say first you have to become self-aware and you have to acknowledge the trauma. You know what I'm saying? You have to coming grips with it for me it was kind of hard because I, I was burying it and i was lashing out in other ways and when i finally expressed myself when i finally talked about it yeah it was a it was a it was a uh i was depressed for for a sh short period of time i went through some trials and tribulations but in the long run i healed in the long run i i i, I don't deal with those traumas anymore you know i don't i don't i i, I deal with them head on you have to deal with them head on heal and, and, and move forward, you know? And that's what I would, you know, definitely um, suggest to, to, to men out there who are dealing with childhood trauma. You have to first recognize that. And, and for me, I even talked with my parents about for the whole child, you know, you know, when I was such, such age, I went through this and that, this and that. Um, so talking about it is definitely important because we bury so much inside and, and we, we definitely are just damaging ourselves and per perpetuating that damage. So, real talk. Hey, kudos to you for telling your parents, man, because that's big. Like, a lot of women deal with sexual trauma as a child, but I don't think people realize that men have had hella sexual trauma too. It's not just women. It's a lot of males out here. And the fact that you had the courage to tell your, your parents, that's a big deal. Because a lot of guys, they don't feel comfortable doing that, you know? No. Um, I think yes. that's part transitioning to men because it definitely takes a man to be able to admit his, his, his where, he, where he messed up at and where he's trying to grow at and, you know, also admit his, his, his traumatic experiences and, and heal from them. So it's very important. Right. So, okay. All right. Moving along. I need to ask you this. Okay. So a lot of men, so men versus boys. Okay. So a lot of boys think that they have to ejaculate every time they have sex, but a an awakened man realizes the power in semen retention. So right. let's talk about that King. I know better person to talk about that than you. So <laughs> tell us what's good. <laughs> oh, it's crazy you brought that up, um, you know, because I don't always, I don't always bust a nut every time I fuck, you know. <laughs> so I feel like um, it's just all about being, you know, where you're at. It's all about self-aware. It's all about self-love, self-value. 
all right? Because once you value yourself, you understand your self-worth and like, you know, what you bring to the table and understand your, your, your biological makeup, your anatomy, and you, you learn to value your semen, you know what I'm saying? And you learn that that's your, your life force energy, you know what I'm saying? So ejaculation control, practicing semen retention is, is very and highly important. And this is a very big uh, part of having a high level of sexual discipline. And, um, you know, I don't, it's, it's, it's crazy because so many males just, they don't understand the importance. And when I be talking to some, some of my guys and some, some, some of my friends, they, 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 ejaculation control, what is that? Semen retention? Oh, shit, I'm trying to, I got to bust my nut. And, no, it's not about that. Because first of all, once you have a, 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 a high level of respect for yourself, you understand your, your nut is more valuable. It's, it's like your Superman. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's your life force energy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the more you ejaculate, the more you deplete yourself. The more you, you, you the more you utilize your vital, uh, vital life force energy. So, and a lot of times, because of foods and uh, another things, we don't replenish that life force energy. So you're just depleting and depleting yourself. So it's very important for us, especially as men, to practice uh, self-discipline. Ejaculate, have a high level of ejaculation control, especially when it comes to sexuality and pleasing our partner and, and, and having semen, practicing semen retention. Right. So how did you trend? How did you get into Tantra? Like, what did that, what was the gap was that funny, led you to that? It was a funny transition. Um, um, it was something I, I transitioned into like five years ago. Just, just, just practicing and, and understanding that sex was just more than just a physical thing. And the more I started to study and, and, and practice Tantra, I found a deeper connection than just, than that was, that was just physical. I found a more spiritual, a more um, internalized divine connection with the person I was practicing with. And when I was practicing with myself, um, I love the, the, the connection that you can have with your partner when it comes to practicing Tantra, you know, from the eye engagement. One of the, one of the key things you can do is engage in somebody's eyes, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're talking to a person because that, that, those are the roots to the soul, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, that's one of the most important things in having that, practicing uh, that, that breathing, breathing techniques and being in, in tune with your, with, your, with your breath, with your partner. You know, synchronization. That is that's a very honoring and, and humble experience as well, and it's just about developing a deeper connection. And that was for me most importantly when it be, when it came to wanting to achieve a high level of sexual discipline because of my past, because I slept with so many women, and now I wanted to have this high level sexual discipline practice ejaculation control, practice semen reten retention, practice practice certain levels of of establishing deeper connections with your partner through sexual practices, and uh, tantra uh, having practicing the tantric lifestyle was 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 very important and played a vital role in that in that transition. Right. Okay. I like that. Let me add this. I feel like me personally, this is just my opinion. I feel like um, 
there's, you know, a boy. So we're talking about boys versus men. Yeah. The boy, he'll just want to get his nut. He'll just want to bust. Like he'll get with anybody and everybody so he could just get his. Right. But then you got the awakened man that is going to realize if he is a tantric man, he might realize like, hey, I can actually assist my woman to be able to heal old traumas yeah. by, you know, tapping into certain sacred yoni spots so that you yeah. can help her alleviate those old traumas. Yes. But, a, but a, a boy's not going to be thinking about that. You right. feel me? Right. A boy is all about about self. Me, 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 me. I, 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 I. He's thinking outside the context of a female and, and female and male relationship out the, out the context of a family institution. So, oh, a boy isn't going to be thinking about um, healing and, and hitting certain yoni spots. And he's all he's going to be thinking about is hitting it, busting the nut, you know, going to sleep or doing whatever he, he do, you know. So um, definitely, we it definitely takes a man to transition into one. And for me, I've always been the type who've, who's wanted to, to please my woman first and want it, and, and, and wanted the woman to be, you know, in her, in her, you know, to be in her, in her, her, her best sexually and, and wanted to, wanted her to feel, you know, like she's in heaven. You know what I'm saying? That's always been my, my initiative when it comes to sex, but it was just, for me, it was more understanding the, the value of my, my, my semen and, and practicing ejaculation control and understanding that, and and oh, not to not to not to really go off topic, but yeah, no, please. A lot of women sometimes feel like when a man is practicing practicing ejaculation control that it's something wrong with them. And I want you ladies to know, like, mm -hmm. if, you know, if a man is practicing, if he if he's open and honest with you and, and telling you that he's practicing semen retention and pra practicing ejaculation control, it's not about it has nothing to do with you. It's not your your pussy. It ain't that your pussy ain't no good. Anything. And a lot of women have. Uh, low self-esteem when it comes to that that particular that particular subject. So, um, shout out to the women who are supportive of men who practice ejaculation control, who want to tap in into a deeper level with you and have a deeper connection with you sexually. Nice. Okay, I like that. I like that because that is true. Because a lot of women can start to take it personal, and they're gonna be like, "Yo, something's wrong with me," but it's there's nothing wrong with you. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Right. So, okay, so then the, the other question I have for you, King, I only have a few more questions for you, is your lady, I, she, she's such a goddess, um, shout out to her. How did you end up attracting her into your life? Do you feel like it's when you became more awakened or how did you make that transition? That's a funny transition. I think because the reason why we, we came up with the Twin Flames is because we kind of similar had similar, uh, we kind of had similar transition, excuse me. Um, into gravitating each other and i like to use the word gravitation because i feel like you know you can be attracted to any type of person you know what i'm saying but it's more about your in internal self and i feel like your internal self is what gravitates you know just like the sun you know gravitates the planets your, your internal sun gravitates other energies around you that will align with your energy at that same time at that, at that moment so I feel like the more I redefine myself, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, spiritually, you know, the more I, I, I went into solitude, the more I healed myself, you know, became more self-aware, whether, whether, whether I had to do rituals, writing 
partners' names down, burning burning the paper, you know, chance, you know, just smudging all, all of the above, you know. Cutting just, cords. Yeah, you know, just cutting cords, cutting ties, and working on myself. And my partner, I, I, we've known each other for a long time, even when I was in that lifestyle dancing, because she's always... Uh, She's always had a her, had a toy a sex toy business, and I know I know her back when I was a male dancer. She used to hire certain male dancers to perform at her, her, her parties or whatnot. But um, you know, like I said, it wasn't maybe it wasn't the right time for us to meet back then. You know, we both had to redefine ourselves. She she went on on a journey of what she went what she experienced, and you know, and things just aligned. You know, you know things aligned, and you. It happens when you're when you're least expecting it, but when it happens, you know that you know it's real. And you know that like okay, this is this is something that's that's different, and this is something that can grow in something grow into something even more greater. You know, because like I said, we both redefining ourselves. We both on a journey to become something greater, and I think that's what's key in a lot of relationships, uh, having that that compa uh, compatibility in terms of spirituality and wanting to become something great and master yourself. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> so my last question for you is, do you have anything in particular that you want to share with guys? Um, you could you, free range, free range, bro. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to tell guys, boys, men, anything of that nature, or even about sex? Well, first part, because I did have a, a, a whole, <laughs> I had a whole, I don't know if anybody came with a whole Hey, thing. let's go into it. We got time. <laughs> but no, um let's go. Cause you actually I'm actually three hours ahead of you right now, so uh I I, I had to realize that today, like damn, I'm in Detroit I'm three hours. So like it's it's late now. I have a tent some work other words are tent to, but so I'm not gonna hold too much of your time. But um I think the one of the important cause you have a lot of grown motherfuckers around here walking around here, grown as fuck but they operate in boyhood, you know what I'm saying? And we don't understand the difference between our psychological age and our biological age. You know, the definition of manhood is a state or period of being a man from being a man to a, to, to a child. So the state being that of your psychological state, your mental state, and the period, the space and time which you physically exist on this planet, your biological age doesn't always add up. And I've been through that situation before where I, I operated I didn't act my age you know what I'm saying we always hit our act your age now you have a lot of grown ass women and grown ass men out here not acting their age so I'm just I, I feel like men we have to be self aware we understand that okay you 34 uh, you out here still sagging your pants uh, wearing baseball caps you know what I'm saying carrying yourself in the, in the functionality of a boy or is you carrying yourself and the functionality of manhood. And I think that's a lot of, that's that plays a, a big role in terms of transitioning into manhood because a lot of us don't know how a man functions because we never had the archetype, we never had the foundation at home. And it, it starts at home. A lot, of, a lot of males have been abandoned and therefore they have a, a, a lack, they have a lack of self-awareness. They have a lack of self-love, self-esteem. They lack self-esteem. They lack, uh, lack self-worth. They lack self value and because they lack these things they develop a dysfunctionality they 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 become more detached of what true manhood is and they operate 
in boyhood. So, you know, becoming more self-aware, uh, healing yourself, um, like I said, realizing those unmet needs. And, and, and every, like I said, every man has, a, has the power to become something greater. Uh, when I broke down the etymology of manhood, one of the words, one of the meanings for man was the thinker, you know, the thinker or having cognitive thought. One of the work and one of the definitions for hood was your condition and nature, the state. So, you know, really understanding the condition and state of your, your mentality, you know, your state of being, you know, that's, that's all a part of, of being a man, you know, function, being, being, being a protective force, being in service to women without, without, uh, expecting anything you know what i'm saying so i think that's that plays an important part you know what let me let me add this real fast because you made me think about this um i find it very interesting that a man has the ability to hold space for a woman in the sense of uh you can kind of gauge sometimes based on how a woman is going to respond to the man right. based on how the guy's acting so if she sees that a guy is acting a certain type of way and he's not going to be loyal to her, you'll start to see that the woman will act out on yeah. purpose. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's almost like the man can hold that safe, sacred space for the relationship and the woman will be more responsive in the way that he wants based on if he acts uh, like, you know, if he really cares about her, you feel me? Yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. Because if she if she sends you on some bullshit, she gonna she gonna know and she she gonna switch up on you. <laughs> <laughs> real shit, yeah, real she shit. Don't notice, you know what I'm saying? So, based on how you how you carry yourself, it's gonna be based on the level of, of respect that your woman give you and the, and the level of respect that she's gonna have for herself. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, and then, do you have anything else you want to go over? Because I have I have one more last question for you. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to talk about the divine feminine and the divine masculine inside every single one of us and what you think about that. Because I recall you saying earlier that when you realized and you tapped into your feminine energies, a lot of things changed for you. And also for me, when I started tapping into my own, since I was uh, in my masculine side as a woman, when I started tapping into my feminine energies, this goddess energy started to awaken. So I feel like, you know, when we start focusing on the other side of ourselves, it really shifts and changes our lives. So what do you, what do you have to say about that? Cause I know you got some nuggets on that. Exactly. Um, we, we, we all have uh, feminine and masculine aspects of ourselves. Um, I think for most men, it's hard to come in grasp with that because damn it, we, we, we're programmed to be such hard and, you know what I'm saying, having no heart. And I think having a heart is a big, um, a big, um, big transitioning into becoming more in tune with your femininity because women are such emotional creatures and they have such big hearts. And most, most women's heart chakras are open and most men's heart chakras aren't that open. So, um, you know, becoming more in tune because... For me, like I'm a cancer, right? So they always say that cancers are sensitive and emotional, mm -hmm. things of that nature. But for me, it was more like, okay, being in control of my emotions, but not uh, negating my emotions at the same time. Because you have some women who operate, you have some women who have 
some some women and men within the relationship and you have the woman operating too much in her masculinity and you have the man operating too much in his femininity without both of them bringing a really divine balance and i feel like the most important thing is bringing that divine balance and understanding okay i am i am a man but i still have to be emotionally open or emotionally available to her i have to be i have to be also in tune with my feminine nature just like she has to be in tune with her masculine nature in order for us to create a divine balance in order for, the, for us to function properly and make it work. So divine masculinity and divine femininity, femininity, femininity is very important, especially in the terms of, of uh, self, self healing and in terms of operating and functioning within the, within the context of female male relationships. That is so real King, because it's like, if you, I feel like if both parties were to tap into that other side of themselves, things would be like their relationship would be a game changer. You feel me? Uh It really would. And, you know, I actually didn't come into realization about that until about, I'd say a a little over maybe like two years. So I was kind of late to the party to actually learn about the divine feminine, divine masculine. But once I did, I was like, yo, this changed. The game, period. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. Me, too. So I play Bloomer, too. You know, I, I started off late. Like I said, being in, that re- being in that lifestyle, I was so out of tune with my divine. I wouldn't hold, I wouldn't even hold a female hand. And, what? And, yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't. Buying flowers. What? That was, that was out of this world. You know, <laughs> all the simple romance, romantic things I was not in tune with. You know what I'm saying? But, you know redefining myself and being in tune with my feminine energy you know you understand to appreciate those certain things you know nice okay and then where can people what type of sessions that what type of sessions do you have and where can people find you um if they want to book a session and what does the session look like if they're curious they're curious well right now we're not doing physical sessions right now but a typical session would be uh, a studio um with Maybe a group of the the max would be twenty people to four 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 individuals, four couples, or four people um, to be exact. And we just hold different workshops, um, communicating. Um, uh, interacting with oh, there you interacting are. with okay. your mate. Yeah, excuse me. Interacting with your mate. Um, you know. Like, for example, um, we have sessions where we teach intimacy uh, uh, intimacy techniques, you know what I'm saying? How, how to really get intimate with your, with your partner, especially for ladies. A lot of ladies want to be sexy for their, for their partner, and a lot of ladies don't know how to be sexy for their partner. So we kind of, you know, kind of guide you into, you know, having a, a, a more hotter sexual relationship and also just... In, in, in general, just, you know, becoming your greatest self with your partner. Perfect. And they can just find you on, uh, where can they find you at? Right now, you guys can tap in with us on our social media platforms. We're on Facebook um, at Divine Twin Flames. Um, we're on, we, are, we can tap with us on, on, uh, on Instagram as well at Divine underscore Twin Flames 0809. And stay in tune with for our web, uh, website excuse me for our website divine twin flames.com 
uh, like I said, it will be up and running. And that the, that is actually going to be the uh, platform where you can book sessions with us, um, you know, interact with us, engage with us more, learn more about us. Um, but I definitely want to say thank you again for the opportunity. And, uh, you know, hopefully we we, <laughs> we provided some knowledge that you didn't get in college. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, <laughs> yes. I appreciate you because, honestly, there's not too many people that know about the tantric lifestyle. I mean, there is, but it's very few in between. So when you come across someone that does, especially like you and your queen, it's a big deal to be able to take advantage of that. And I also want to say thank you for being so open and transparent. And I feel like you guys were able to gain a lot of insight today about boys versus men. Um, if you're wanting to know how to transition more into a man and you have a boy mentality, hit him up and he will help you out. Sure. But I appreciate you so much, King. Thank you so much for joining today. Appreciate your peace and love. Blessings. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Yeah. Until next week. Thank you so much for taking your time to tune in this week. We look forward to seeing you next week.